John Bush here. It's uh, September 12th, 2013. Wanted to hit you with a Rise Up Radio podcast. We did put down the live version of the show Monday through Friday from 7 to 8 a.m. CST was on LRN.FM. Shout out to Ian Freeman, everybody making that possible. Uh, Got really busy with the family and uh, several different projects, but uh, we're now going to be continuing the Rise Up podcast and uh, giving you a regular podcast varying times, so keep you up to date with the news, views, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and sustainable life. And you can still find it at riseupradio.com or facebook.com slash riseupradio. So today I want to talk about what I call anarcho-toleration. And, you know, for a while with my political activism, I used to chant the mantra, humanize, harmonize, localize, which essentially meant to humanize, get out from behind the computer, go meet your representatives, go meet community members, build human connections and community. Harmonize was, uh, you know, trying to bring together the left and right on common issues and encourage people to set aside their differences and localize was to decentralize Uh, The principle of subsidiarity, which states, you know, authority should be rested at the lowest possible level, uh, ultimately at at the individual, if you ask me. And, uh, you know, to build local communities and to uh, fulfill one another's wants and needs and solve common problems at the local most level, from the family to the neighborhood and community, outward to a small geographic area and so on. So we utilize this, especially uh, the harmonized part with Texans for Accountable Government, bringing together diverse political coalitions, for example, fighting the DWI blood withdrawals, what we call the vampire cops. We brought together the American Civil Liberties Union, NAACP, Republican Liberty Caucus, Libertarian Party, Republican Party, Democrat Party. We brought them all to the table. We even got an RLC attorney to uh, draft a resolution to push through the council, uh, along with Jim Harrington of the Texas Civil Rights Project, who's more of a civil libertarian and uh, you know, liberal progressive type. And uh, we all worked together on common issues. It was extremely valuable, uh, effective in the political sense, except for the fact that uh, you know, it didn't really roll back the state uh, immensely. Uh, that's how politics usually is. Uh, but it, it also helped to serve to, to kind of bring back people into the fray, do away with all the division and the left-right nonsense, false dichotomy. So uh, I want to carry that, that mantra forward. Now that I'm doing post-political activism, I'm still trying to unite left anarchists. And uh, I don't like to call any anarchism right. Uh, right, to me, seems to be conservative. The left seems to be the radical, uh, liber- liberal, you know, Libra is in total freedom. Uh, but I want to work to bring together these social anarchists, anarcho-syndicalists, anarcho-communists, along with anarcho-capitalists, voluntarists, and other sorts of libertarians. I think there's so much overlap that already, you know, working together in direct action movements like the Peaceful Streets Project, there's a lot of left anarchists and uh, libertarian types. Uh, But just like in the political arena, there also seems to be this division. And uh, I think a lot of it's unnatural, and I think it's all unnecessary. That's why I'm trying to preach anarcho-toleration. Moving forward, uh, I think it'd be great for anarchists of any stripe, and you know, to go ahead and define terms, anarchism uh, without hierarchy, without rulers, without coercion, uh, without people being 
compelled to participate or do things against their will. Uh, you know, in, absent institutions that have that power, I believe that would be a good definition of anarchism. Without rulers, especially, you know, why can't within that framework multiple different types of societies, communities, institutions develop? Why can't we have mutual respect for one another? You know, I don't necessarily want to be subjected to some sort of anarcho-socialist uh, community. Uh, just, and I wouldn't want to subject someone to some more of a free market system with some sort of exchange. And, you know, it would be very likely that people would trade. Communities would trade amongst one another. That's why I support sustainable and autonomous communities. They don't necessarily have to have the same political ideology or governmental structure. As long as uh, there's mutual respect and as long as no one is forced to participate in any types of social organizations that they uh, don't want to, then I think uh, we should be tolerant towards different types of societies. This flares up all throughout the liberty movement and left anarchist movement. There's some tension in New York City uh, between some of the left anarchists and anarcho-capitalists that flared up around this anarchy in the NYC uh, event that uh, Ian Chaffee put on, and many so there were a lot of left anarchists that were saying, "How dare you use the label anarchist?" I think it's kind of authoritarian to claim some sort of ownership over the meaning of particular words. Uh, and again, if everyone can agree on just not forcing people to do things they don't want to participate in, or not supporting institutions that do such things, I think there could be peace. Uh, there's some tension there. There's been tension here in Austin. Uh, with uh, some of the libertarian movement and the Occupy movement. Some of that tension has uh, shown itself uh, within Peaceful Streets Project, within other grassroots movements. But I'm calling on people, again, like we were doing with the political activism through Texans for Accountable Government, to unite behind the common issues. Let's say, uh, you know, most people are against police abuse. That's a great issue to unite different radical movements, different stripes, even if they don't share the same political ideology. Uh, what else do you have? What about uh, against corporate subsidies or local bailouts, uh, fascism that takes place at the local level, not just the police brutality, state oppression side of the fascism, but the monopoly capitalism, corporatism that takes place. Everyone can unite against that. Uh, you know, maybe some of uh, the more liberty-minded folks can take more of an interest in uh, fighting against uh, other forms of oppression that just don't come from the state, like uh, sexism. Uh, misogyny, racism, um, attacks against the LGBT community. There's been many criticisms levied against the libertarian movement, which I hold myself, uh, that they're sexist and racist in many instances. And people like to deny that, but if you just take a brief look at a lot of comments on Facebook, many people uh, call each other fags or say that's gay as if that's in some sort of negative light. And uh, I like to call people on this and ask them, why do, what does that have to do with someone's sexual preference? That you, Is there some sort of negative connotation you're trying to apply to that? And just get people to realize this isn't in freaking high school anymore. Um, so I think it's, it's important for libertarians to focus on a lot of that stuff. And maybe on the other side, uh, also it'd be good for libertarians to focus more on the social institution and what it would be like rather than just to fight the state to build social organisms that actually function and, and ha uh, respect people's equal rights. Uh, additionally, uh, on the other side, uh, you know, maybe some left anarchists could give a little bit more thought to economic freedom or people's uh, right to choose to participate in an economic system that uh, meets their preferences or their values, uh, of course, without coercing or forcing anyone into that system. And I think there's a lot uh, about capitalism that creates a lot of tension between 
anarcho-capitalists or libertarians, voluntarists who would say, you know, there's nothing wrong with capitalism. I personally don't feel it's the most ideal system, although on a grander scale with international commerce, it seems like a good way to fulfill wants and needs, um, not for slave labor or anything like that. But uh, on the other side, there's a lot of people that would just reject it altogether. And I think if we could meet on the common ground of perhaps we're all for voluntary exchange, whatever that may look like, as long as someone's not coerced or forced to participate, contractually associate, exchange goods and services, exchange monies, exchange labor for whatever goods or service or medium of exchange. Can we agree on voluntary exchange at least and whatever springs up on top of that framework, um, you know, we could tolerate it, be peaceful with it as long as it's not forced upon us. I think there's a lot of room for toleration and there's a lot of room for some really exciting revolutionary and evolutionary possibilities if left anarchists and libertarian anarchists, again I don't like to call them right because the left is the radical side absent authoritarianism, right is the throwback conservatism back to a monopoly state, at least in my left-right analysis, but if we just set our differences aside for once and united on common principles which I hope would just be, you know, leave people alone, treat people with mutual respect, then uh, I think the world would be a better place. So I'm interested in exploring these ideas, talking about them, hashing them out, even communicating and hashing out our differences in open forums in a respectful manner. And on the other side, uh, working together on common issues to really fight the injustice and oppression and coercion and terror and tyranny that's, that's affecting all of us. This has been the Rise Up Radio podcast, September 12th, 2013. Check us out at riseupradio.com. And don't forget to be tolerant of other anarchists, as long as they're not a-holes.